Hey, this is Rick Remender, writer of Fear Agent, Black Science, and Tokyo Ghost. You are listening to Court of Nerds, my close and personal friends, who we have all had showers together and oil down parties. Take that, Scotty. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Big Drew. I'm here with my dear friends, John and Ben, from the Court of Nerds. We have a very, very special interview for you today. It's not often you get to speak with a man who is both the Alpha and the Ayatollah of rock and roll. He is a WWE superstar, one of the greatest of all time, a living legend in his own era. Ladies and gentlemen, Chris Jericho. Chris, thank you so much for coming on the show. Awesome, man. Yeah, excited. Foz Rapids, baby. Foz Rapids. I wanted to ask you about that first because we're just a few weeks removed from Fozzie rocking our faces off at the legendary intersection here in Grand Rapids. I, I mean, Chris, was there something special about that show for you? Because Foz Rapids really seemed to bring the house down. Well, it's one of those places, I mean, we've never played Grand Rapids before, and the cool thing about, about this Judas record, um, the album and the single, and now Painless being so big, is that we're going to these cities where we've never been and drawing some pretty good crowds, and the intersection is a huge place, and when we went in there, it was a pretty packed house, it looked really good, and so I was really excited, so um, whenever you get that, it always gives you an extra boost, the crowd was excited. Um, they were loud. They were. Uh, they had a lot of energy. So yeah, I, I, we've done it before in a few other cities. Uh, the you know, <laughs> it's pretty cheesy to an outsider to think Foz Rapids instead of Grand Rapids or Fosburg instead of Pittsburgh. Um, but people love it. Great chanting. Uh, great energy. And a very memorable night uh, in Foz Rapids. So we're looking forward to coming back at some point. So, Chris, we want to know, how does it feel to be in a place as a wrestler where it seems you can basically come and go as you want, get three different paychecks, and still rock out almost every night? Um, I'm not sure exactly what your question is, but I think I get it. I mean, um, it's just one of those things where when I was a kid, I wanted to be in a rock and roll band and I wanted to be a wrestler and here we are all these years later and I've, I've built up my career in both sides of the coin uh, to where both of them are very viable vocations you know um, it's kind of one of those things that if you have a dream make it happen no matter how far-fetched or outlandish it might seem and for me it wasn't only in one case it was in two and um, especially in Fozzie's case of building the band over the last 10 years um, when my wrestling career was kind of cemented but then also wrestling wise building too to where I might be bigger now than I've ever been as far as wrestling goes uh, and as far as he goes and all these other projects that I've been working on as well so like you said it's, it's a good place to be but it's the result of a lot of hard work uh, a lot of passion and a lot of sacrifice as well yeah, and here we are. I mean, after 2016, 2017, and 2018 for you have been absolutely wild. From the Kevin Owens feud in WWE to Alpha and Omega in New Japan to Chris Jericho's Rock and Wrestling Rager at Sea. Where did this idea come from? I mean, I've been following your career for 20 plus years, and this is just wild to see this thing come to fruition and just get the following and the list it has so far. Where did the uh, Rock and Wrestling Rager at Sea idea come from, and how did you make this thing a reality? Well, we did, uh, Fozzie played the Kiss Cruise back in um, October of 2015, 
And the moment I got off the boat, I called my manager and said, I want to do this. You know, it was such a great time professionally, uh, from a fan standpoint, from a convenience standpoint, from an experience standpoint, all across the board. It was just one of the best tours, if you want to call it, that I've ever had, that Fozzie's ever done. And I said, you know, I could do this. Like, what am I known for? Music and wrestling. And there's nothing like this out there. I can make this happen. Um, so we started working with Six Man, who are the promoters of the Kiss Cruise and Walking Dead and Kid Rock. And, and they're kind of the biggest cruise promoters on the market and kind of set out to convince them that this is a good idea that could really really work and, and really really make a difference and really help and it took a while i mean it took me almost two years to get it up and running and um after once again a lot of hard work and due diligence and a lot of research and convincing you know the doubters that it could work even to the point where we had to have a team of engineers go on to the deck of the norwegian shade and make sure that the ring can be secured properly oh, that's awesome yeah, <laughs> that's yeah that's awesome it's never been done before right? <laughs> exactly so it's never been done before so Everyone's like, well, can the ring even stay on there? Like, Kiss put their stage on a, on a cruise ship. Kiss's stage is a lot bigger, a lot heavier than a wrestling ring. If you can if you can secure that thing down, I'm sure you can secure a ring down. But we did it. So um, we went on sale in September, and the sales are going great. We're on a sellout pace. Uh, I wish it was sold out already, but it's the first time it's ever happened. It will sell out, and my goal is to make it an annual thing that sells out within a few months rather than, uh, you know, in the course of a year. So, um, you know, if you want to make your mark, you have to do something that's never been done before and take a chance. And that's definitely what I did with the Rock and Wrestling Rager, and so far it looks like it's going to pay off. You got any funny stories from going to wrestlers to try and convince or talk to them about coming on to this thing what were the responses you got when you called and said hey man do you want to fight on a boat <laughs> well i didn't really do that like to me i i based it i think like i can't book a rest a year from now because i don't know who who's going to be available to do the cruise heaven forbid somebody gets hurt so instead of going through all that, I just hired a company. I hired Ring of Honor uh, to come aboard the ship, and they're the biggest company in the world that's not WWE. Uh, and that way I knew I had the brand name of Ring of Honor. I let them decide who they want to bring on the boat. I let them decide what the matches are. I had some input and some thoughts about certain guys that I wanted and certain ideas that I had for, for them. But by bringing them on and kind of leasing them to be the wrestling side of things, it helped me avoid the hassles of trying to book different people, of trying to convince people to do it, uh, and more importantly, um, having to, uh, you know, negotiate with all of these different people as far as what kind of money they would make. Because I'm not a promoter. I never wanted to be a promoter. I never will be a promoter. But in this case, my ipso facto set of circumstances, I am. So I got rid of the hassle right away by just bringing on Ring of Honor as a company and letting them do the dirty work as far as who they're going to book and how they're going to do it. And let me focus on basically everything else. He is Chris Jericho. He's joining us now. And uh, Chris, that leads me right into my next question. I mean, you couldn't have picked a better time to team up with Ring of Honor. The Honor Club just launching Supercard of Honor was super big for them. And you've got one of the biggest names in the world of wrestling. Kenny Omega will be on the cruise of Jericho. What I mean, I guess, Chris, will we see you and Kenny interact on the ship? 
interact with that will be talking and hanging out, but I'm not wrestling on this shit. That was one of my rules. I've got so many things to do as far as being the, you know, the overall host of the cruise and doing Fozzie shows and Words of Jericho, uh, spoken word shows and live podcasts and all of that other stuff. Once again, I, I thought the easiest thing and the best thing was for me not to wrestle. So, um, but yeah, I worked hard to get Kenny on board. Uh, you know, like I said, I called in a lot of favors from a lot of people to, to you know, to make this happen. But it's not like it's a hard sell. You know, hey, you want to get a free uh, paid vacation on a cruise ship uh, <laughs> and work a few times? You know, all, everything's included. It's not that hard of a sell to get people on board. So, thankfully, uh, a lot of people wanted to do this. There's a lot of people that called me and said, you don't even have to pay me. I just want to go on a cruise. <laughs> um, actually, one of the biggest one of the big, one of the biggest names on board said that. You know, I just want you to, to I just want to get booked. And I was like, you got it, man. You can come for free, no problem, because it's a free vacation. So, um, like I said, there was a lot of people that, that kind of came out of the woodwork, and that's another reason why it was great to hook up with Ray of Honor because I have everybody in the world going, "Hey, man, can you book me on your cruise? Can I wrestle on your cruise? Can I referee on your cruise?" And it's like, it's not my decision. It's all through <laughs> Ring of Honor. So I kind of was able to eliminate the middleman or all that sort of stuff, and um, got some really, really big names, like you said, between the Bullet Club and Kenny Omega, Cody Rhodes, uh, those type of guys, those are the biggest names in the business that, once again, are affiliated with WWE, and they're on Chris Jericho's Rock and Wrestling or HRSC. And, and Chris, like you mentioned, this is not a hard sell for folks. If people just go to ChrisJerichoCruise.com, you can look at the beautiful Norwegian Jade. And Chris, as much as I would love to talk wrestling with you all day, I think we also have to highlight all the other great events you've got going on. Of course, there's the casino on the ship, but there's your incredible lineup of bands, including Fozzie, Corey Taylor, Phil Campbell, King, Cherry Bombs, and you booked Ron Funches and Brad Williams. I mean, Chris... At what point did you decide, you know what, we're just going to make this thing as big as possible? And and again, Ron Funches, a big wrestling fan, how fun is it to have a guy like him on board the ship with you? Well, once again, right from the start, you know, I wanted this to be a very diverse selection of, of entertainment with stuff that I'm all into. Yeah, I love wrestling. I love rock and roll. I love comedy. You know, like you said, live podcasts. They have some of the biggest paranormal podcasts in the world is coming aboard to kind of tell some of those type of stories. Corey Taylor, huge wrestling fan, probably one of the biggest rock stars in the world today from America. Uh, he's coming aboard, like you said. Ron Funch is one of the biggest comedians. Brad Williams as well. Um, all these guys just love wrestling. They love rock and roll. You mentioned like Corey Taylor, Fozzie, Phil Campbell, and the Bastard Son, straight from Motorhead onto our stage at King. That's a bill that I'd pay to see anywhere in the world. And you get to see that on, on, on the Rock and Wrestling Rager. So if you're a wrestling fan, you're covered. If you're a rock and roll fan, you're covered. If you love stand-up comedy, you're covered. It's like I wanted there to be no stone unturned as far as, well, my wife loves wrestling, but I hate it. Well, great. you got a million other things to do. My wife uh, hates wrestling, but she loves rock and roll. Well, you're fine. So... That's kind of what I wanted to do. But what exactly is Chris Jericho interested in? What have I forged my career on and my reputation on as a as a performer? And it's basically a little bit of all of that. Um, so that's kind of what I wanted to do. And another thing is, like, I, what I said before is people are still figuring out what this is. When you booked your cabin 
everything is all inclusive. Every meet and greet, every picture that you take, every show, every Ring of Honor, Sea of Honor tournament that they're having, where the winner of the tournament gets a, a Ring of Honor World Championship title shot. You don't have to pay an extra dime. The food is even included. All you have to pay for is alcohol and gambling. And other than that, you're covered, man. So um, I think that that's something that people will understand. Is we're not all hiding behind a big wall either. Like, it's a cruise ship. There's nowhere to go. Everybody hangs out with everybody. That's what I thought was really cool on the kids' cruise that you meet people the first day who are flipping out to meet Chris Jericho. Second day, they're just happy. And third day, you're just one of the one of them. You become friends with a lot of these people. And that was something I thought was really cool as well. So it really is a face-to-face, one-on-one experience. I mean, there's no guarantee, but when you got all these guys walking around, you're going to run into somebody. You're going to be at a Ron Funches concert with the chance of sitting by the young bucks. Uh, who knows? And that's kind of the cool thing I like about the cruise. And everybody knows it. It's a very fan-friendly experience. Um, it's something that, that you can't get anywhere else. And we're making history. It's the first one ever. Yeah, so uh, I'm excited. Once again, it's something that, that I took a chance in doing it, but we made it work. And now we've got this really cool vacation that I want to be a destination vacation for people for many years to come. Absolutely. Watching this event come together has just been crazy over the last couple of months. And that was one thing as a wrestling fan that I wanted to point out is that you're not going to get a more humor, I mean, a human interaction type show like this. Like, like you said, you're on a ship. They're not going backstage for the next 24 hours after they perform. So that's really cool. But uh, as if you weren't already the busiest man on the face of the world, you are booked for the greatest Royal Rumble in Saudi Arabia next Friday. And that's been an interesting track to follow over the last couple of days here. Uh, just what's going on with that event? And uh, what do you know right now that you can tell us? <laughs> I know I'm going to be there. I'm super excited about it. And, uh, you know, it's, it's one of those things where it looks like the WWE struck up quite a deal with Saudi Arabia. I was there back in 2015. And, um got a call about a month ago asking if I was available and I happened to be so I'm excited about it man it's going to be if you look at that card it's stacked um, it's almost as big as Wrestlemania is so they're trying to make a good first impression with the uh, fine people of Saudi Arabia so uh, I'm looking forward to it man it's a long journey but it's going to be a big show and it's going to be a lot of fun he is Chris Jericho you can find him at sea, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, the Chris Jericho Rock and Wrestling Rager at Sea, October 27th through the 31st. You can book now. Just go to chrisjerichocruise.com. It looks incredible. And, and Chris, hopefully, we'll be able to run India on the ship. Yeah, man, I'm excited. Like I said, and, and the best thing is there's still more names coming. Really? Um, so, like, yeah, you mentioned, I'm stacking this thing like no one's business. I'm putting all the chips uh, you know, uh, on, on board. So it's going to be a lot of fun. And um, six months away, man, we'll see you there. We'll be rocking on the uh, Chris Jericho Rock and Wrestling Rager at Sea, October 27th from Miami, the Bahamas. Uh, ChrisJerichoCruise.com.